Um, what's up? My name is Tommy again this morning with the Horror Business Podcast. Um, <clears throat> even though I've wrote a lot of people and I've been writing my whole life, I figured I could give a little more detail into how all this started and everything like that. And um, <clears throat> whenever I would write anything, it was always it was always way too long, and uh, I could never really get quite a song format dialed. Because I was, I was always into punk rock. It didn't matter who it was. I remember uh, next to the Albertsons in Chino Hills, there was a Calvary Chapel bookstore. And uh, like right around the turn of the century, I grew up in a really weird time. And uh, so I remember I looked at the guy and I said, what do you have that's punk rock? And the guy looks at me and he cracked this little bit of a grin. And he said, I got something you might like. And it was the P.O.D. album with the little black wagon on it. And he said, if you want, they're going to be doing a show here. And then he said, uh, I'll give you a cassette for free. And then it was like this like uh, chick band from Japan. And they had like a like anime demo or something like that. It was pretty cool. But it was because I was into MXPX at the time. And he said, I might like it. And uh, after that, I inherited a PlayStation from one of my friends. I think I was like five or six. I don't remember. But I was like really into like Sega Genesis. And I was really into like the old school Stone Age Nintendo. <laughs> and uh, anyway, like I heard the Dead Kennedys for the first time. And I was hooked on Police Truck. And I think they had like another song from Bad Brains. And I think there was even a song from Minor Threat. I can't really remember. And then uh, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> and uh, later on, I met this kid named Josh. And, uh, you know, he was like being a smart ass at church. And I didn't quite like that. <laughs> Cracked his brother in the mouth of the Bible. <laughs> and uh, we were friends ever since. And we would get pizza and we'd hang out and stuff like that. And he got me into Johnny Cash and like a couple other things. There was like some of the stuff I couldn't really quite <laughs> get into. <laughs> Uh, it was a little too heavy for me because a lot of metal started coming out and I wasn't really quite a metal guy. It was like too hardcore for me. And uh, I think one summer I went to like this camp that they had at Ayala and uh, I met this kid and he was into like Papa Roach and Crazy Town and like a couple other things and I got I really got into that. And uh, <clears throat> when I got older, I... I uh, tried to do my best in school, but I, I had a really hard time like focusing and paying attention. Sometimes my mind would get to wandering, and every once in a while a teacher would pull me aside and help me with my schoolwork and stuff like that. And she said maybe it would help to get like my feelings down on paper, you know, like make something like tangible, you know. And so I really started writing, and I really got into it, and uh, was writing ever since. And uh, it was really funny. <laughs> My mom used to always go through my things, my stepmom, <clears throat> and uh, whenever she'd go through my things, she'd eventually find a journal I had or a notebook or a binder or something. I always tried to keep them out of the way, out of sight, out of mind, <clears throat> and uh, the verdict was at a very young age that I was crazy, so <clears throat> I had to either get treatment or I had to see a pastor, and I was, excuse me. I was lucky enough to meet with uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs through high school, 
and I would get coffee with him on Friday mornings. And my mom said, whatever you write, share with him. And I did. And I hope he doesn't kill me for sharing this, but he was really into the cure and he was really into Depeche Mode. And uh, the fact he shared that with me, it made it relatable on like a real level. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, so you you are like into something else. You know what I mean? And like he shared a few things with me that I thought were very, very important in being patient and just trying to be a better person than I've always tried to be despite uh, different shortcomings and whatnot. I tell a lot of people that that's probably the only reason I have any good in me at all is because I got to meet with that man. But uh, from a very young age, I like non-filtered cigarettes and everything else, and that's kind of where like the like old school commercials and everything come in. I was always into old radio programs. <clears throat> I used to watch this lady across the street from me, and I would do her yard, and every once in a while I'd help her with stuff around the house or whatever. Whatever she really needed, I just was there, and it was a place to get away or whatever, and she'd always let me smoke cigarettes and drink cold Cokes with her and whatnot. I always thought that was cool. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, through all of that, you know, you really, you know, you really find out who your friends are, you know, and you really find out, like, who's who and what's what, but, you know, you don't really see it till you get older, and, you know, it's, uh, sad realities, but, um, you know, she had given me a, a box set that had, like, Dragnet and, like, a bunch of other stuff that was, like, really cool. So I was always into, like, old TV programming, too. Like, I like Rockford Files and stuff like that. And uh, anything in Technicolor, MASH, Hogan's Heroes, whatever. And so, like, a lot of my writing is, like, kind of Twilight zone -y, But, like, I always feel like my life was always like that. Like, I remember my <clears throat> my grandpa was somebody that I looked up to a lot. He wasn't really my grandpa. It was just somebody that I had great privilege of working with and being around and just the kind of guy that you can just relate to. <clears throat> I guess it's just because of my old soul, I guess. <clears throat> there was a gentleman by the name of Scott, and he always said I was a I was a man before or after my time, but they couldn't quite place it. And I always thought that was funny because I never really felt placed anywhere. I always felt out of place. And uh, <clears throat> uh, with that being said, I... I really just admire a lot of those things. And, uh, you know, they thought maybe perhaps that he would have been a bad influence. You know, truth be told, if I would have had more influence, I probably would have ended up a lot better. Truth be told. But anyway, I, I got shipped off to somewhere where I could hopefully get help, quote-unquote. And uh, just not really a great place or great people to be near or anything like that and so I left and I walked like a hundred miles or so to like a Paula casino and I was like maybe if I could just get a cigarette because I was trying to walk to my friend's house I just I bailed I left everything I didn't care because I knew I didn't need to be there and <clears throat> I left <laughs> and I ran into a guy and I was like, oh, if I could just bum a cigarette, I could get the rest of the way. So I went in and ran into this random dude. 
And I was like, hey, man, like, I was just wondering if I could bum a cigarette. He goes, no, no, let me let me get you a drink, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I, I like this guy. So dude got me a drink, and he hands me a 20, and he goes, come over this machine with me. And <clears throat> I dropped the 20 in the machine. We end up walking out of that place with, like, 500 bucks. I ended up having a pretty crazy weekend in, like, Oceanside, and that was nuts. But um, the thing about it all was it's really weird because <clears throat> I won't tell of anything that happened after that because I try to keep that low key but you know weird stuff would happen to me like that all the time like anytime I'd go out I would just randomly run into somebody or something would happen and it would just escalate from there it was always really interesting so you know sometimes like different things are different out of places and I just try to make stories that are like relatable to people you know I just there's a song I can't remember, but it says I never wanted to write a word where I was lying. Oh, hotel books. Sorry. And and that's how I always felt. I always wanted to like be real with people and I wanted to be really like relatable to people. I've always been very subcultured and um I think that was probably because of the business. But um anyway, that's just like a brief little story and I figured because I came on air to just give another little brief history and like intro to kind of like go off the trailer or whatever um share one that I wrote recently called it later sunset raised today the light shadows cast be dim scotch or whiskey in its cask as amber floats the rays of shine later darkness comes so it lurches still, as the clock it ticks so slowly, as corpse they lay, so rotten all, and us as people, and the clocks in summer sets, it's day long. Tune and pray, no misfortune follow you, as nights we lay, to cast a disky weirrow head, and to lay as peaceful as the dead. The sunlight rays. Pray shine once more until we start it all again and cycle spins again. Like seasons change, but never so cold as an early sun. And rest be eerie and wake as well. And the sun will set below like us underneath the earth. Blankets of dirt to wrap us tight. Sleep we rest for days that never dawn as glistening brighter than the sun. That's it for this morning's Horror Business Podcast. Thank you. And uh, maybe this evening we'll do another one. Thank you.